If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are and even more fun to see what Spirit has to say as an answer. But I just got back. I just wanted to tell you, I just got back from a... um, an amazing conference, the Helping Parents Heal Conference, which is a conference that was for families who'd lost a loved one. There were a thousand people there and they, who had lost a loved, loved one in the form of a child. And it was the most extraordinary experience I've ever had at a big conference because there was so much joy and so much love. And, and the common denominator was that all of these parents know that their children are still with them in spirit because they can communicate with them. And there were a lot of mediums there and a lot of other woo-woo people. And I got to give a talk about the 12 phases of transition and had some amazing comments afterwards from some of the parents. My most favorite one was a mom that told me, you know how I see angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets surrounding somebody who's dying. And a mom told me that when her little boy was dying, he kept saying, Mommy, who are all these people? Who are all these people? And she said, nobody was in the room except for him and, and her and the mom. 
So just the two of them. And she said, I couldn't see them, but now I know what he was talking about. So she thanked me for giving her validation that what her son was seeing was actually happening. So helping parents heal. Any of you listening that has lost that have lost a child, regardless of the child's age, if you're 80 and your child was 65, it doesn't matter. Helpingparentsheal.org. I cannot say enough good things about them. Really an extraordinary organization. And it was an honor for me to be there with all of them for the last four days. And let's go to, let's see, let's go to Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for having this call and all that you do. What a lovely story about that conference. Oh, it was just amazing. From South Bend, Indiana. (laughs) Great. Terrific. Well, how are things at the Golden Dome? (laughs) It's funny you should say that because I'm actually on the campus of the uh, University of Notre Dame right now. I lit a candle at the grotto, which is my favorite place, and it's so beautiful. Um, I wish I could send pictures to everyone on the call because it is breathtaking. So thank you for asking. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, Notre Dame is the Notre Dame fans are called the Golden Domers because there's a beautiful <laughs> Golden Dome on the church at Notre Dame. And so that's what Kim and I are talking about. You know, sometimes you have to translate for people who aren't football fans <laughs> because those are the ones who usually know about the nicknames. So anyways, well, you got a question for me? I do, Julie. Thank you. Um, I have, we spoke, I had a session with you and it was so um, helpful. And I was wondering, there's been some back and forth medically um, over a couple of years. And I wanted to know if I should have a surgery um, and if so, where. Um, I know that seems pretty vague, but I can go into more detail if needed. Yes, please do, because Spirit's really specific. I think they were all potty trained too okay. early because they, they're really literal. So the more specific, the better. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so this surgery would be involving um, wanting to remove uh, my um, uterus and also involve uh, my colon, Um so there would be a need for a team of specialists. And I have seen top uh, top um, medically university study hospitals, and it seems like I get to a, a couple of stages or appointments, and then things kind of stop in the water. And, it, and so I'm at a stage again where I'm getting brave enough to say, okay, maybe I should have this. And then I get really cold feet, and uh, GI doctor said to me off the record, "Don't have this surgery. You've, you know, you've gone for five plus years without it." And um, so I was just trying to hopeful was hopeful to get some guidance and to next step. So they're talking about doing a hysterectomy and a resection of your colon at the same time. Is that what I'm understanding, Kim? Correct. Yes. Because of of cancer? Because of what? 
No, um, they they no. I don't. They have never diagnosed me with cancer. There there was some polyps that were removed in June. Um, three that were causing some heavy cycles and um, so not cancer, but um, because of an image that was on a CT scan that was taken years ago, there's some narrowing and uh, so I'm still able to, um, you know go on with my daily life, um, I just seem to have heavy, heavy cycles. So it's just trying to get the specialist on the same page, um, G, GI and G, OB, and um, there's just seems some friction now all of a sudden because I'm talking medical terms and they're talking liability, and it just seems like there's much more um, risk so much risk involved on my end if complications arise and kind of the recovery period. And so I'm just ready to give up again and just say I'm not going forward with the surgery and just put it in God's hands. All right. So what do they want to, why do they want to resection your colon? What's going on with that? Because there seems to be a, there was, um, there was a mass that was uh, detected. I don't know what the exact size was. This is back in 2017. And um, there was an image that was discovered um, in June from from a general surgeon that showed a narrowing in that area of the rectosigmoid area. And he feels like um, he can fix that. So um, just... It's just really invasive, and and I just feel the only reason why I would even go through with this is because of the heavy cycles that I've endured um, for several months. Um, it, I had two cycles post-op from the polyps being removed that were pretty heavy, and I was, you know, I was talking about birth control just to subside this because I'm perimenopausal, and we talked about hormone imbalance and trying to get that in place and maybe going forward in that direction 100% rather than dealing with removing something that could cause bone loss from taking birth control or other things. So, Okay. Here's what I'm getting from Spirit is the first thing that came in is, can you have a uterine ablation? Have you had that done already? I have not. Oh, okay. yes. Ask them that that ablation. You did have that okay. done? Uh-huh. You um, had that done already? I don't... They, they, it was, no, it was just a DNC to remove the polyp, so I don't think that's the same thing. Okay. Ask them about a uterine ablation. That's what spirit just put into my head. And what they do is they go in and they basically cauterize the uterus on the inside so that it stops the heavy bleeding. I would ask that. Uh, I got, before you have the surgery, you have a fourth and fifth opinion. That that gives me pause for pause right there. Yeah, I got, so it sounds like you've had two or three opinions. Like I get a fourth and fifth opinion before you have it. Uh, the other thing that I'm getting, Kim, is that it's not urgent, and 
okay. it's not going to hurt you to wait. But the, the uterine ablation is coming in again. It's coming about four times now that there's okay. something that oh. they can do along those lines. So I hope that helps. Let us know what happens, what you decide to do. I sure will. Okay. Thank you, Julianne. Thanks, Kim. You bet. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get our next caller on. I'm going to see if I can find Anna because she was calling in from Australia, so she might have gotten lost on her way here. Just on the Zoom. I'm kidding. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ash Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. And our next caller is Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Can you hear me? I think I just lost her. All right. Well, let's go to Catherine next then. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. You are most welcome. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm in Salt Lake City. Terrific. How are things there? (laughs) We've had 25 days of 100 degrees or above this summer. Wow. That's that's rare for you guys, isn't it? Yes. Eight is about normal, but we've had 25, so... Oh, my goodness. Well, they're just letting you bake before they freeze you in a couple of months with all the snow. (laughs) Yes. Julie, I just have a quick question for my brother. Um, He's in his early 70s. He's been dealing with nausea nausea for a long time. He's done two endoscopies. They say his stomach is fine. I didn't know if you can just send him some healing energy that that he can do better. He's doing prescriptions to try to help it, but he, he still is struggling. Hmm. What's his name, Catherine? It's Mark. Mark. And where is he? He's in Salt Lake as well. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect from, uh, I'm going to connect into you and then from you into Mark. And I'll ask his permission if I can scan him. And if he says, yes, I will. Okay. He says, no, I won't. Because you know how that works. I think it's a an ethical yes. thing to scan people without their permission. So how this works for those of you that are first time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level. It takes me a nanosecond. I turn it on and off at will. And I'm going to watch a laser beam, Catherine, come from my body here in Birmingham. And then it's going to hook into you in Salt Lake. And then from you, it's going to go to your brother, Mark. Did you ever play tiddlywinks as a kid? Are you young enough to remember tiddlywinks? Yes. Where there's, there's like a hub. Yes. And put all these spokes in there. That's what, I, that's what this looks like to me. It reminds me of tiddlywinks. But I think you've got to be a certain age to remember that. Anyways, uh, and then I'll ask his permission. I'll tell him I'm talking to you, and I'll ask his permission. Then we'll go from there. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to you in Salt Lake. 
All right, got you. Got Mark. Mark, I'm talking to your sister, Catherine. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? He goes, what? Like, what? What is that? Uh, <laughs> it's gonna, you didn't talk to him, obviously. Uh, let me explain. It's like I'm a human MRI. I'm going to look at your stomach, see if we can figure out what's going on, what's making you nauseous. Would that be okay? He said, no, thanks. I don't think so. So let's talk to his spirit, yeah. Catherine. All is not lost when they don't want me to scan them because we can talk to their spirit. So um, what what came in? And the, and the reason why I do that, let me explain myself. The reason why I'm okay with that is if somebody has pneumonia and you're talking to them, they're going to tell you what they want you to know. But you're not looking at their chest x-ray without their permission. So that's how I feel about Mark. He's going to tell us what he wants us to know, but we're not looking at his chest, his you know stomach without his permission. What came into my head, though, Catherine, was that uh, he's got a lot of phlegm. He's got a lot of drainage, sinus drainage, and it's making him nauseous. So, okay. I don't know if you've been around him and that seems to be the case, but it may be since you've had such high temperatures, probably haven't had much rain and there may be stuff flying around in the air that just hasn't gotten washed out from the normal rain showers okay. that you get. Is that the case? Have you had, are you right. in a drought as well? Yes. Yes. Badly. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm getting. When my son Jonathan was little, he used to have some drainage sometimes, and he'd come downstairs when he was little and needed to go to school. He's come, Mommy, I can't go to school. I just threw up. Well, of course, I scanned him. I said, well, hey, it was just not. No big deal. You'll be fine. And guess what? He was fine. So that's <laughs> what I'm getting is I think it's snot related. I think he's got, that's a, that's okay. a medical term, you know, snot's a medical term. Uh, I think it's... And he do a... He's got drainage. An antihistamine or something over the counter? Yes, he can. Absolutely. What I would do, too, is get an air purifier in his home and especially run it in his bedroom. And ask him if he's got got drainage. And a lot of the time... Even if they don't have it during the day, you know, when you lay down, all that stuff drains and it goes right into his stomach. Oh, and of course. You're nauseous. You know, when you have a cold. Okay. And you're swallowing all that stuff, oh. it makes you kind of, ugh. So that's what oh, I'm getting. Oh, thank you so much. Bless you, you're Julie. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Hope he feels better. You're such a good sister. Me too. Okay. Take thank care. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Let's go to Gianna next. Hi, Gianna. Okay. There I am. There you are. Yeah, you guys, you got to stay off mute so you're ready when I call on you. Where are you located? I'm from Vermont, and I've called once before um, about my son, and I just got back from helping parents heal. (gasps) Oh, you... Are, but it was, it was amazing. It was, wasn't it? it was oh. Did you come yeah. to my talk? Yeah. I didn't. There were so many to choose from. I wish there was yeah. more than one chance. So, yeah. Sorry well, thank you for coming. Yeah, that was a big room. Yeah. Well, how wonderful yeah. that you were there. Gianna, I'm yeah. going to hold you over for the break. 
We're going to take a quick break, everybody. When we come back, we'll get Gianna back on and we'll see what her question is. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show and we'll be right back. Gianna, and she's from Vermont, and we were talking about that. We were both at the Helping Parents Heal Conference in Phoenix last weekend. So I had a long way home. You really had a long way home from Phoenix to go back to Vermont. Yeah. So I hope your yeah. trip was uneventful. It's it, it was such a high. I think everybody was on such a yeah. cloud nine after leaving that conference. It, it really was extraordinary, yeah. wasn't it? It was, yes. Yeah, terrific. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm calling about, because I've already asked about my son the first time I called you. This time I'm calling about my cat, Heidi, who is 19 oh. years old. Yeah. And about a year and a half ago, she had a blood test because she was acting very, very strange, disoriented. And she's got, I think at that time she had 15% use of her... Oh, it's renal failure. So she only has 15% of her kidney use. And my question is, uh, it's kind of two-part, is I'm hoping she's not in pain. And I also wanted to know, you know, if she is in pain, is she going to pass soon? Because every once in a while she has that disorientation. She loses her back legs, and sometimes there's blood in the, you know... (laughs) In the box, so. In the letter box. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Gianna, is I'm going to connect to you and then from you to Heidi. And uh, 19 years, that's a long time. I know you're you're very Mm -hmm. attached to her, obviously. And so, all right, here we go. Comes my, my laser babe from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading north. And all right, got you. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at a map, but I watch the laser beam go directionally. It's hilarious. Okay, got you. Got Heidi. Her spirit is attached to the top of her head in the spirit bubble, like in the 12 phases of transition. Mm-hmm. Um, she is dying at the moment, so I'm unable to scan her medically because when a human or an animal's spirit, when they're dying, the spirit exits through the top of the head and it holds on and it looks like a cartoon mm-hmm. caption bubble. And so we can talk to her. Let's ask her some questions. So Heidi, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain at times? What do you need? For my mom to let me go. She's she's hanging on because she wants to support you. Okay, so how how can your mom let you go? Hold me, snuggle me, tell me it's okay. Is what she's saying. 
Okay, and I can tell her she'll hear me even though she's deaf? Absolutely, yeah, because she's going to hear you energetically. Yeah, okay. her spirit's going to hear you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So does she sleep with you? Sometimes, if she can jump onto the bed. Okay, can you put her on the bed? Holding me. She's been holding me together. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. Uh, so she's going to be with your son. She's going to be around you all the time. Her spirit's going to be around you. You're going to be able to talk to her. Like we talked about in my talk, you know, all you have to do is, is think of her and that tunes your satellite dish head to her frequency. And then you just talk to her like you do with your son. And she's going to answer you within a second. She's going to let you know she's around. You're going to think you hear her. And you will be hearing her spirit. Spirits, animal spirits do that a lot so that they let their loved ones know that they're still around them in spirit. So uh, do you want, let's, uh, you know, let's ask the tough question. Heidi, do you want Gianna to euthanize you? I got a yes on that. Gianna. Um, do you want Great. it? Yeah. Are you ready? When are you ready to go? As soon as you're ready. That's, what, that's why she's stayed around as long as she has, is to be support for you. I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know that's not what you wanted to hear, but that's what I'm getting. Well, I, I needed to hear something, right? <laughs> I don't want her yeah, to be well, in pain. No. Yeah. And... Uh, she wants you to get another cat. She says, don't get a kitten, get a cat that needs a home. Because kittens are picked up easier mm -hmm. because people think they're cute. So come, get another yeah. cat when she passes that will keep you company and uh, give a cat a home. She's saying she loves you. She, You've been an amazing mom. She says, you've been an amazing cat mom. Like Catwoman from Batman. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. She's saying. Okay. She's saying. Remember the good times. You know. Remember the good times. When you think of her. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, honey. Hang in there. Okay. Thanks for calling. <laughs> bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's try Marilyn again. Hi, Marilyn. Are you with me? Hi, Julie. Yes, there I'm sorry you about are. earlier. Disconnected. That's well, that's Hi. I'm glad. I'm glad you called back in. Good to hear you. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Chicago. God bless. I am in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Terrific. And I'm Good. calling. I'm, yeah, I'm calling with my friend Marsha. Marsha is on the line with us too. Hello, um, Marsha. This is Julie. Hi, Julie. It's Marsha. Hello. Hi. You guys got a question Marcia, for me? Yes, I'm calling about my daughter, and uh, she hasn't been feeling well, and I'm just so worried about her. Mm-hmm. What's her name, Marsha? Michelle. Michelle. And what's going on with Michelle? Uh, she uh, 
is not sleeping. She wasn't sleeping for five days, and then she um, uh, had, like, a change of personality, and then, I guess, a manic behavior um, Monday and Tuesday, and I couldn't get her any help. I couldn't get um, anyone to uh, see her, uh, and everybody just recommended... um, uh, her to go to the emergency room, mm-hmm. and then they admitted her to a hospital. Okay, so she's in the hospital now. Yeah, she's yes, she's in a psychiatric hospital. Okay, all right. So, how may I help you? I just. I just don't know what's going on with her. I just don't know what I can do to help her. Mm-hmm. Does she have a drug problem? Does she have an addiction problem, Marsha? No, she, um, the, everything, drugs are negative. She um, cannot, with work, um, do drugs. Um, uh, she can't even swallow a pill or anything. So mm-hmm. with work, she would be random drug tested, and uh, they tested no drugs. I'm so, getting she's no, got an addiction. There's, there's, there's some kind of addiction that she's got going on. Is she addicted to electronics, like watching TV or on her phone or on her computer oh, or on social her media? Yeah. She's on her phone. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting that there it, that it's to the level where it's an addiction. That came in right away that there was an addiction thing going on. And when we're watching the electronics on our phone or our computer or something like that, it gets our brain all wound up, and it is really hard to sleep. And then when you can't sleep, that's when your brain and your body just don't work right. Certainly, that's an interrogation tactic used with intelligence agencies throughout the world is they keep people awake and don't let them sleep and that, you know, it starts to really mess up their minds. So has she had some manic behavior before or is this the first time you've noticed this? Um, I mean, there are a couple incidents where she um was in a training for work, and it was like a boot camp, and she didn't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And and then she had PTSD because uh, uh, she was living in the city, and there were gunshots and, and right outside of her window. She was on the second floor in the city where they were... Um, um, Okay. What I'm getting, what you can do for her is I would call Amen Clinics, plural. Amen, like Amen at the end of a prayer. A M E N Clinics. Yeah, plural. they were the ones com. that they were the ones that told me to get. I did call there, and they told me to get her um, to get her to the emergency room. I would I would get her scanned there. They'll be able to see what parts of her brain are not shutting off. That's what I'm getting. 
is that there are parts of her brain that are just not shutting off so she can rest. And I think that that will help a lot. So I would talk to them about scheduling an appointment with them for when she's released from the hospital. I hope that helps. Yeah. Good luck with all of that. Alrighty, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to get Tabitha on and we'll see what she has to say. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we're back. Let's go to the phones and Tabitha's up next. Hi, Tabitha. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. Terrific. Where are you? So I am in Columbus, Georgia, which is West Central Georgia that sits right on the Chattahoochee River dividing Georgia and Alabama. Sweet home, baby. Yeah, Columbus, the other Columbus. I was on a plane one time. I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and I was on a plane one time, and there was a woman that had to get off the plane because she was going to Columbus, Georgia, and she got on the plane to Columbus, Ohio. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't hear about that very often. I know. Yeah. A little bit of a difference in you the don't. size of the towns. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think. What's the population of Columbus, Georgia? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't know. I I mean, I I would say. I mean, you know, we're nowhere near as big as Atlanta. Um, Oh yeah. About the same familiar with Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. But about the same size as Augusta. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. I think is a couple million people. So, yeah, I know you're not a couple million people. Yeah, we're not that big. No, I know. Well, you got a question for me? So, I do. So, for a while, I've been kind of feeling like there are some, maybe some stops, like some present or something going on in the house. I don't know if it's, I just feel like it's maybe, you know, maybe spirits or grandparents hanging out, and I don't get a bad feeling from it at all. Um, I just, I feel like it, they're there. And so we captured on video these little orbs kind of flying by, and yeah. when I slow it down to slow motion, yeah. and when I zoom in, you can almost like see little faces yep. in yep. them. And so most recently, my husband saw something a little different. He saw, he got up during the night and saw kind of a black shadow figure standing behind a couch that seemed to just quickly kind of slide underneath the French doors behind our couch. And I know it sounds crazy. Um, but so I'm just wondering, could you tell maybe is there something in our house or who's hanging out in our house? I know we have, you know, a lot of light flickering, um, stuff like that, you know, a lot, a lot of light blowing. Um, so, so I don't know. So I was just curious to know if you could maybe tell. <laughs> yes, absolutely. First of all, am I on the speaker? If I am, please get me off speaker because I'm getting. Feedback. No. Okay. All right. No, you're not. You're not on the speaker. So what I'm getting is absolutely it's deceased loved ones that are there. Have you lost somebody lately? Have you lost a, it, the black figure is a man. Is it a grandfather, 
I'm getting maternal grandfather. Is it your, is it Tabitha's maternal grandfather? Is your maternal grandfather deceased? He is, and there is a sitting room that houses all a bunch of pictures of my grandparents who have passed. Yeah. Um, and activity in that room seems to be kind of uh, definitely busy. Who's, who's Goldilocks? Room. Did he call you Goldilocks when you were little, or who did he call Goldilocks? He's to join to the subconference, press number Goldilocks. of subconference from 1 to 9. Yep. Press star to return to the conference. I don't know what's going on with that, but he's saying that he he's messing around with my dashboard. Is what Join to the subconference. Press number of subconference from uh, 1 to 9. Press star to return to the conference. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but he's saying that he was, uh, he's talking Into about the Goldilocks. Press number of subconference from 1 to 9. Press star to return to the conference. Are you there, Tabitha? You with me? Tabitha? You there? Okay. I'm here. Yes, yeah, I wasn't able to hear you. (laughs) Yeah, he was messing with my dashboard, your grandfather. Who's Goldilocks? He was talking about Goldilocks. 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 It may come to you. Did you have blonde hair when you were little? Yes. Yeah, very blonde. It was almost big. Okay. So I think he referred to you as Goldilocks because he told me I'm around Goldilocks. So that's what he's talking about. And, And the reason why we see figures like that, it's like our peripheral vision. You can see it out the corner of your eye. It's because the front of the eye sees colors and things like that. The side of the eye, the peripheral vision, will see things that are kind of like in black and white and um, and see holograms. So that's who it is. And did he like to build things? Did, what, did he like have a workshop or something in his garage? Or what did he do for a living, your grandfather? He worked... All of his life, he worked at a mill. Um, okay. I think he worked on the loading docks of a mill. He's, he's talking to me about, he was showing me wood, like he used to build stuff out of wood. He probably brought stuff home from the from work that was scrap, and he would build stuff. So that would make total sense there with that. Is your, your grandmother's deceased as well, his wife? Well, so he was married to uh, my step-grandmother for years and years. Um, my, so my original maternal grandmother I never met. She passed when my mom was 17, and then he re- remarried um, his second wife. And so she's the only grandmother I ever knew as far okay, as well, he, being, being here. He's, he's got the first grandma there with you. First grandma's there oh, with really? him. Yeah, really? your, bio, your bio grandma is there. With him and his mother's there oh, with him as well. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So they're all there and they're they're just having fun, hanging out. They're they're just around you. Uh, he keeps calling you Goldilocks. So is your mom still alive? <laughs> she is. Yes. You may want to ask her if maybe he called you Goldilocks as a baby, or something, and you just didn't know it. Or maybe he read you, maybe he read you, um, 
you know, the the story of Goldilocks when you were little. He's talking about Goldilocks. So that's his big thing. Uh, that's so it, funny. I remember sitting you. in his lap as a as a kid reading the newspaper. Um, can, can you tell him that I got his banana, his sign of the banana? He can hear you. I he just him. heard it. Oh. I know. <laughs> what happened with the banana? So when I was a kid, he always used to make homemade banana ice cream. And one of those old ice cream makers, you know, the one you actually have to grind with your hand, you know, not yeah. the electric. The, you um, had to crank it. And yeah. So, yeah. And so one day when I was in the sitting room, I just kind of went by his picture and I was like, okay, if you can hear me, I need you to show me a banana in the next day. And so it was so funny. Um, anyway, so I went to pick up one of my daughter's I got 10 friends. seconds. Mom I, got 10 seconds. I got 10 seconds. I got 10 seconds, Tabitha. What happened? Okay. Uh, well, the mom came out with a huge banana on her shirt when we went there to pick up go. my daughter's friend that day. There you go. I love it. All righty. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. You can find the show on all of the podcast networks. We're on YouTube and Alexa. And please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And that will enter you into a drawing for a free session with me valued at a couple hundred bucks. And the reason why I do that is just as a thank you to everybody listening and everybody that's part of this community, because I know that's a lot of money for people. And, and if you want to take a chance to get a free one, just leave a review and maybe you'll be our next winner because we'll have one next week because it'll be the, the first uh, show in September. All right. What else? Call-in details can also be found at, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. We always post the day of the show. Hey, call in tonight. And there's all the call-in numbers and everything. Or if there isn't a live show, we'll post that. And I always pre-record a show to play when I can't do a live show. 
And I, I had several people send me an email and say, I was on the call and you never came on. And I said, well, follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter at AskJulieRyan.com because we'll always send out my blog on Wednesday night and it'll say, okay, here's the call-in number for the show tomorrow night. So if you have a question, join us. So those are two ways. All my social media channels at Ask Julie Ryan will always post the day of the show, whether there's a live show. And there usually is. It's pretty rare that I'm not doing a live show. So there's all of that. Let's see what else. Sign up for my newsletter. You can schedule an appointment with me at Ask Julie Ryan. Then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. My trainings, the Angelic Attendant Training, which is my live training on Zoom, I limit it to 12 people. October's full, January's full. I've opened up April of 2023. So if you're thinking about wanting to learn how to do all of the woo-woo that I do, because I learned how to do all of this, and I teach people how to do everything that I do, just go to AskJulieRyan.com. And sign up for that. In the meantime, my new training, Angels and Enlightenment Training, AET, is available. That is self-paced. You do it on your own. It takes a couple hours to do th- go through the training. And then there are many practice sessions that are live each week with graduates of my big angelic attendant training class. And my facilitators are amazing, you guys. You're going to love them. And it's $10 to do a practice session for an hour. It is the best deal in woo-woo-dom. I'm telling you. Practicing is the key. And when you sign up for the AET training, you can do as many practice sessions as you want each week. And that's when it's really going to ramp up for you. Because we can hear things, we can read things, but until we do it, we don't get it. You got to do it. The angel, the big training has practice sessions for life, and those are free, but that's a lot more money to do that one. So go to AskJulieRyan.com. All the training stuff's on there, and um, love to have you check that out. All right. Here's our question from this week. comes from Kristen, and Kristen lives in Phoenix, where I just was at that conference. And she says, hi, Julie. Does a person enter their next life when they are brain dead slash legally dead? For example, they might be kept alive just to harvest organs, but their brain activity is long gone. I've been recently thinking about someone like Anne Hesch, the actress. News reports said she was dead, even though her organs were still being harvested. Thank you, Kristen. Great question. And that's what I said. Hi, Kristen. Great question. What a great question. It's been my experience that as long as a person's body is being kept alive, their spirit is still attached to the top of their head. Now, we were talking about that with Gianna with her cat. Humans and pets, any kind of animal, the spirit exits through the top of the head, through the body, exits the body through the top of the head, hangs on like a bubble, like a cartoon caption. So that's what I see. And I said, please see my 12 phases of transition chart for details. There's a link on my website on the blog, but also if you just go to AskJulieRyan.com, go to the 12 phases tab, There's a uh, you'll see the 12 phases of transition chart. There's a button you can tap on there and you can download for free the 12 phases chart. Put it on your phone so that when you're in need of that, you've got it. 
Regarding organ, organ donors, interestingly enough, I was asked the same question last weekend when I spoke at the Helping Parents Heal conference in Phoenix with a 1,000 attendees who had lost a child. I recently experienced this situation myself with my beloved brother-in-law, Regis, who died last fall and was an organ donor. Regis was removed from the ventilator, and I put in parentheses life support, declared dead, and then put back on the ventilator so his organs could be harvested and help others live. What a gift to the recipients. Amazing. When I did an instant replay of the time of his death, Regis's spirit separated from his body and was escorted to heaven by angels. So that's when they disconnected him from the ventilator for a minute, and they declare him dead, and then they put him back on so that they could harvest the organs. I said, again, please see my 12 phases of transition chart for details. In addition, as I awoke the next morning, the first thing I saw were the spirits of my late sister Joan, who died in 2010, and her husband Regis sitting on my bedroom couch holding hands and giggling. Although Regis's organ donation procedures went on for a couple more days, his spirit had transitioned and he was already reunited with my little sister Joan in heaven. Hope this answers your questions. So that was really enlightening for me when that happened. <laughs> and I promise you I was waking up that morning after they they had declared him dead and my face was facing where my couch is in my um, bedroom. And there were the two of them sitting on the couch, having a big time, giggling, holding hands. It was so cute. And then I had a conversation with them and, and it was so comforting um, to be able to do that. And so that I believe is what happens when we have somebody that's on life support. The spirit stays attached to the body until they're taken off the ventilator because the body is still working. Now, when they're off the ventilator and they're declared dead, that's when the spirit leaves and is escorted to heaven by angels. The other thing that I learned at the conference this past weekend, which was really interesting, I had a, a PhD physicist in my talk. And when I see the spirit exit, it goes through a vortex. And the spirit, when it's escorted to heaven by angels, is always up and to the right. And I said, I don't know why it's up and to the, to the right. It just is. And he said to me, well, when there's a vortex to go up, you go clockwise, which is to the right. And when you want to go down, you go counterclockwise. So he said, that makes total sense to me, how the spirit will go up and to the right, because that vortex is spinning with an upward pull says it's spinning to the right. I thought, oh, man, you're brilliant. And so mystery solved. And I thought that was great. So thanks so much for submitting that question. I thought it was really a terrific one. Alrighty, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Pina. Hi, Pina. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm good, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in New Jersey, South Jersey. I'm in Marlton, New Jersey. Okay, terrific. And so is your dog. He's saying hello, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> what kind is yes. he? Oh, Julie, I need your help. 
I need your okay. help today, honey. What's going on? So I have uterine fibroids, and okay. um, I already know what I have to do. I always ask the universe, you know, what I have to do. I already know the answer. But it doesn't feel right for me right now. Mm-hmm. It's meaning that I have to have a surgery. But I'm very sick, Julie. I'm very anemic to the point that I have to have blood transfusions and iron transfusions. And because um, my periods are very, very, very heavy, mm-hmm. it's debilitating, and I'm so mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. So what are they so talking about? A hysterectomy? Yes, and I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm in a process of getting uh, a second opinion with another treatment that is called uterine um, fiber embolization to see if that mm-hmm. works for me in the meantime because I don't really want to have surgery right now. It doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm scared. It doesn't feel right. Okay. Okay. Well, the, the thing that I'm getting, is it in penis best interest to have a hysterectomy? Are they talking about doing a total or just taking your uterus? Just taking my uterus, yeah. Do you want to have more children? I do, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I would love to. Okay. Is it in Pina's best interest to have a hysterectomy? I get a yes. I've gotten a yes three times. Is it in Pina's best interest to delay her hysterectomy? I get a yes. When will she know whether it's the best thing for her. As soon as you're comfortable with it is what I'm getting. When you've had enough of it, you'll know. And you'll you'll be able to make that decision with that. Pina, I'm going to hold you over for the break, and then we'll, we'll chat on the other side, and I'll scan you in the meantime. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Jersey. So, Pina, I scanned you when I was on the break, and I I think there's a good chance that you feel at times like you're in a slasher movie, because you're almost to the point where you're hemorrhaging. Is that what you're experiencing? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm, I can't stop the bleeding. It's every day. Even with yeah. they giving me hormones, nothing is working. Right, right, right. I keep getting that it's in your best interest to have the hysterectomy. The is it that you're? What are you afraid of with it? Uh, I don't know. I just you know, I it's like they're taking a part of me, and I, I won't be able to have kids anymore. Like I just have one, and I, I, I it was it was trouble to get pregnant with him. Mm-hmm. And my husband passed away. It's, I don't. I don't have a partner, and you know, it's like a. This is it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like a, the hopes are not there anymore. So mm-hmm. that will be like. It makes me very sad, very very sad. But if well, is that what I have to do? I guess. Well, yeah. there's a baby spirit attached to your energy field over your right shoulder, but it may be an adopted baby. Maybe it's an adopted baby. And I have baby. to think about 
Okay. I had think about yeah. that. That's it. It wasn't my plans for a long time ago, but it hasn't yeah. happened yet. And it may be that you wouldn't consider an adopted baby that baby that's on its way to you, if you could try and have another one on your own. I, I'm, I'm just getting that you're going to be a new woman and you're going to feel so much better if you have the surgery. And it's, it's not a big deal. I mean, they, they just go in, you'll recover fast. It'll, it'll go great if you decide you do to do that. But the day I believe what's going to happen is you're going to wake up one day and you're just going to say, I am so sick of this. I just don't want to do it anymore. And then you'll know that it's time. And until that time, then it's, it's not right for you. When I've had to have a couple of surgeries, I have said to the surgeon, and I recommend other people do this, when the surgeon came in to see me before they took me back to the operating room, I said, I have every confidence in you, go do your thing. And both surgeons told me, they said, we've never had anybody tell us that before. We've never had a patient say that before. And it, and it was really nice to hear. So if you decide to do it, tell your doctor that before they take you into surgery when he or she comes to see you before the procedure. And I get that it's going to go great if you decide to do it, and you'll know when's the right time. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, let us know what you decide to do. Absolutely. Thank you, Julie. God bless you. Thanks, honey. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Darren next. Hi, Darren. Aaron, are you there? You got to get me off mute. Can you hear? Can there you hear? You yes. Hi. Hi. You sorry. Sound, it's Carol. Like a Darren had, had his phone three years ago. <laughs> he had his phone number three years ago. I don't know why his name is still on my phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, is it your son? Uh, I'm care. No, 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 no. This is uh, not a family member. <laughs> my name is Carol, and I have Hi, spoken Kara. with you. I had... Um, Hi, I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, and I had a session with you in the spring, and you helped me quite a bit. I had several issues, and you were very helpful. Uh, but this is a different one, and <laughs> another another issue. Okay. Um, okay. My back, I I keep injuring myself. I don't know. I wondered if I should <clears throat> have you talk to my spirit guides and ask them what I what's going on, or if I just should have you look at my back, see if you can see what's happening. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are your symptoms? Are you finding that it's just kind of going out randomly or after you've worked in the garden or worked out? Right. What's going on? Right. Well, well, Sunday, excuse me, I was leaning over the dishwasher putting dishes in and it just went and I couldn't mm-hmm. even take a step. It was mm-hmm. just really bad. Um so this morning I woke up great, and then I did something foolish, and now now it's a different part of the back uh, that's acting up, and yeah, I, I guess I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to go find a chiropractor, girl. That's what I'm seeing. I'm watching a chiropractor. I'm I'm zapping on you while you're while oh. you're talking. Yeah, I'm. I just watched a chiropractor. A chiropractor. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to one? Uh, yes, actually, and she's she's pretty good. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. 
You just need a tuna. All right. It's skeletal. You're you're out of you're out of whack. You'll get an adjustment. You may need a couple just to get you back into alignment. But it's they're they're magicians. They do amazing things. I go once a month just to keep everything lined up so that it doesn't go out. And that's normally what happens is that you've got something that's tweaked and then you bend over or you twist or something and then the body's going, Wah! Yeah, and you and you and really end up needing an adjustment at that point because it's not in alignment to begin with. It's kind of like you can move a block in a tower, a toy tower, and then it's still standing and you move it again another way and then the whole tower tumbles down. And that's what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing anything that looks really serious to me. I'm just I watched you get a chiropractic adjustment energetically. So just go get. You're a twisted oh. sister. You're a twisted sister, my girl. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Well, it I just know. seems like you know, like last like three weeks ago, I was closing the curtains and my elbow came down on top of the treadmill, and oh my gosh, <laughs> it seems like it's one thing after another. <laughs> it hits your funny bone, huh? Um, actually, it didn't. It, I don't know how it didn't. But um, that's what it it would have been there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was a great big bruise. And I love Arnica, but I feel like I'm using it too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, go find a good chiropractor. Use it. Every- and, and let them, All right, well, uh, thank let you. them untwist thank you. you. Okay. Take care. <laughs> hope you feel better. I, I hope that chiropractic adjustment that was energetic helps give you some relief in the meantime. But get on the phone and make an appointment tomorrow. Uh-oh. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. When we come back, we're going to get Miss Lori on and see what she has to say. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Thank you for calling, uh, taking my call. I'm calling from Lafayette, California. You are most welcome. How are you doing this evening? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, so um, I'm about, in a couple weeks, I'm about to have a third surgery on my right eye. And um, I'm just wondering um, <laughs> if it's going to finally get my eyesight back. Um, and the, the first surgery was to remove a cataract. And, the, and then I, a couple months later, I had a detached retina. And oh then I had that repaired. But now there's a wrinkle on the retina. And mm-hmm. so this next surgery is to um, remove the scar tissue on the retina. So my eyesight's pretty bad in that eye. So I'm just, I'm kind of wondering um, how that's going to play out, if you know. Mm-hmm. I get it's going to be super successful. It will be completely successful. But with your permission, I'd like to go ahead and do it energetically ahead of time so that when you're in surgery, that it's just going to be a breeze. Can I do that? Can I play oh, with your yes, eye? 
Yes, please. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Heading over to you in Lafayette. All right. Got you going in. Yeah, it looks like um, it, when you have saran wrap and it gets bunched up a little bit and you got you to gotta smooth it out, you got to unstick it and then smooth it out. That's what I'm watching happen. I'm watching some fluid get administered in there. And then what it does is it brings that crease up and then it's being pulled out, Lori, so that it goes flat. You know, like when you're making the bed, like if you're changing your bed and you're putting the top sheet on and you can kind of fluff it up or or put it on and then and then what I'll do is I'll kind of make it into a wave. When Jonathan was little, he used to stand in the middle of my bed and, and I'd pretend oh. that there were waves crashing and he'd stand on the sheet that I'd pull it out and he'd fall oh, down yeah. on the bed and say, the waves were crashing and the storm was, the lightning was striking <laughs> and everything. Do you know what I'm talking about? How um, you kind of kind of fluff a sheet, yeah. you know, with a, um, with a top sheet. That's what I'm watching happen. All right. Now it's going back down. There's stem cell energy getting put on top of it, which is a light amber colored gel. has sparkles in it. Reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel. And uh, so that's there. There's a vortex spinning above it, Lori. That's going to, that centrifugal force turns the stem cell energy into whatever body part we need. It is the absolute coolest stuff ever. I get to see all kinds of amazing healings with this stem cell energy. So got that going on. All right. Now I'm looking through your eye, through the right eye. Initially, you're going to have peripheral vision that's going to seem to be working the best as your eye is healing. And then the rest of the vision is going to come in. That's what I'm watching happen. I don't know if that's what they told okay. you. Or, or is that what you found when you had it's the actually, last surgery? It, 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 yeah, it's kind of what I have right now. I, I have mm -hmm. some peripheral, but the um, the middle of the eyesight is very blurry and distorted. That's what I'm seeing. So when you get out of surgery, cause as the eye's healing, you're still going to have that peripheral vision mostly. But then what I watched is as you were healing, I'm getting like a week out, two weeks out, three weeks out. It's going to get progressively better and your vision's going to come back in the middle. I believe it's going to be very successful. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. So tell your surgeon what I was saying earlier. Say, hey, I have every confidence in you. Go do your thing. And they'll heal that. Yeah. <laughs> That will just set things on a really good note, and he'll he or she will go into the OR with a good vibe, and they really appreciate that. It's I, I've said that to Tim's surgeons too. He had two new knees a couple of years ago, and I said that to his surgeon, and he laughed. And every time I say that for myself or somebody else, they always it it really means something to them, and I think they don't get thanked enough. Oh, I think they they work so hard. And help so many people. And uh, it's just nice to be acknowledged. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll remember to do that. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, let us know how yeah. it goes. I think you'll do great. Okay, thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, let's go to Melissa next. Hi, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Where are you, girl? I'm in Utopia, Texas. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? Yeah, I've kind of been dealing with um, some, like, immune stuff for a long time since I was a kid. I get reoccurring shingles. Mm. And um, more over the years, I've been having, like, really stiff back pain. And it's moved into my legs and my arms to the point where I'm having trouble holding stuff. And I'm feeling a lot of pain and joint um, yeah, joint pain and a lot of nerve stuff. Like I was having some tremor feelings in my head at one point. Just I don't know what's going on. And so I'm just seeing if you could do a body scan and maybe get some insight. Yes, yes, absolutely. What I'm going to do is we're going to work on the shingles first. That's the herpes virus. That's also what you get from chickenpox. Mm. And um, so, you know, kind of like all all created. I think it's actually more the chickenpox virus, but I think it's a cousin of the herpes virus. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look that up. But uh, so it's supposed to be really painful. I'm watching those little critters, that virus. They look like little parasites, little worms. When you were in school, did you ever look at pond water under the microscope, like in high school biology class, and you saw those critters swimming around? Did you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. That was just mortifying to me. I was like, holy Moses, there is all this crap in the water. And and somebody, one of my friends had drinking water, and there was crap flying, you know, like wiggling around in that, too. Oh. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm lasering those. Imagine I got a lightsaber and I'm going back and forth and lasering those. And then it's so funny, Melissa, what happens is it it obliterates the inside of these these viruses. They, they look like little worms, but the carcasses are left. So then I suck out the carcasses through the top of your head. So lots of visuals for you. If you can envision what I'm seeing, it helps integrate the healing into your body. So I'm watching that. All right, let's go. We're just going to rotor-rooter your neurological system. So I'm starting in your brain, and imagine there are these little corkscrews, and they're going through. Imagine your your neurological system is a, is a network of tubes. These little spiral corkscrews are going through, and they're just cleaning out all the debris in your nerves. Did you ever hear of the Pac-Man game? It was big, like, in the 80s. Do you, oh, does yeah, that ring a bell? Quiet. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like little Pac-Men that are in, in there just eating up, morselating all those, all the debris in there. Dead cells, you know, they're kind of fun stuff in there. All right. And then I'm irrigating it from your top out through the bottom of your feet. And then I'm pouring stem cell energy into the top of your head. It's going into your whole vascular system. There's a vortex above your head, beneath your feet, on either side of you and front and behind you. Those vortices are all spinning concurrently. That centrifugal force is regenerating your neurological system right now. So we just give you a major tune-up for your neurological system. Yeah. Focus on your immune system. Really get your immune system robust. Lots of vitamin C, zinc, D3, K2, lots of sunshine, all those good things. 
and you will be good to go. Do you recommend um, like any type of doctor for the the body pain stuff that's happening? Because it never goes away; it's always there. Well, the first, the thing that you can do to work on your immune system is to pay attention to your gut. You know, what are you eating? Most inflammation and most problems start in the gut. That's where our immune system is based. That's where a lot of inflammation comes from. So if you email me, Melissa, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, and anybody listening, email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I'll send you the link to the gut biome test you may have heard me talk about. It's a fancy name for a poop test, and it's going to tell you what the ecosystem is in your gut, you do it at home, you don't need a doctor's orders to do it. And it's going to tell you based on what the results are, food is the best medicine. So it's going to say, here are your superfoods, incorporate these into your diet. Here are the foods for you to avoid, some of which may be healthy, but they're just not healthy for you right now. And then here's everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. I would start there. That's something you can do. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to tell you, it's going to give you a roadmap of what you can do. Most people, when they have chronic pain like you do, and we talk about the gut, they just kind of blow it off like, oh, please, it can't be that simple. It's not simple, but changing your diet can have a huge impact on your pain level. So email me, julietaskjulieryan.com. I'll send you the link. And I hope that makes you feel better. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We've got another segment coming up, and we're going to get Sarah on next, and we'll see what Sarah has to say. Be right back. Your patience. Thank you. Good. Thank you Terrific. for having me. You um, bet. Where are you located? Uh, Arkansas. Okay. Terrific. You got a quick and question for me? Now you're not Sarah Sanders from Arkansas, right? Correct. I am. Not. You're not running for governor. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I sure am not. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, my puppy dog. Um, and she broke her foot or her ankle, actually. Her surgery is scheduled for Friday, and I was wondering if you could send her some energetic healing and love so her surgery goes well. Sure. What's her name, Sarah? Olive. Olive. And what kind of dog is she? She's a mountain cur, brindle, collar. I have no clue what that is. What's a mountain cur? Never heard of it. <laughs> they were originally bred in the Ozark Mountains for treeing mountain mount mountain lions and black bears. Good heavens! What's she look like? Oh, like a typical hunting dog. Like a hound. 
Yes, thank you. Yeah. A hound. Okay. She's like a hound dog. I think Elvis sang about her in one of his songs. All right. Let me get in touch with you. I'm going to connect into you. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Doesn't have very far to go to go to Arkansas. Northeast of mm. me. All right. Olive. I love her name. Olive. Does she have a boyfriend named Popeye? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you should get another dog, a male dog, and call it Popeye. That would be hilarious. That would be funny. Nope. She okay. has a sister. Oh. All right. So the energy is going. Tell me which paw it is. The energy went to the right paw and then it went to the back right paw. So I'm going, okay, which is it, spirit? I'm, it's the right front paw is where most of the energy is going. Which one's broken? Interesting. It's the back one. I wonder okay. if she's putting a lot of weight and shifting her energy to the right front one. Sometimes I see that in humans and in pets, that whatever digit is, you know, whether it's an arm or a finger or whatever that's doing the heavy lifting, the energy goes there first to reinforce it. So that's what's happening. So it went to the right, and then it went back to the, to the, to the right front, and then it went back to the right back. So, okay, so she's in a splint kind of a thing right now. They've got it immobilized. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Okay. All right. So what happened on the front was just some energy to reinforce the muscles and tendons and all that stuff because she's going to be really using that leg a lot. Okay. Let's go to the repair on the back leg. Okay. So how'd she break her ankle? She chasing a mountain uh, lion? Or, or the rain? <laughs> no, she her and her sister broke out of the yard by pushing a fence post out and oh, they were out on the sense. road and she got hit by a car. <gasps> oh, heavens. That'll, that'll teach her They're to misbehave. Fortunate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're very wow. fortunate. It's just her ankle, but all of her attendants are currently not attached to her ankle. So yeah, her, ankle got, her ankle got pretty shattered, too. Okay, so what I'm doing is there's a big I, spirit working through me and with me when I would say I. I used to say we, and it freaked people out, so I just went back to using I. But it's spirit working through me and with me. <laughs> big glob of stem cell energies on the ankle itself. She's got some shattering in the bone. And then what we're doing is we're... I'm watching the tendons get reattached and then stem cell energy is going there to reinforce it. And, it, and it's even making a new connection. So kind of like where the tendon was cut from the accident, there's new stem cell energy that's regenerating new tendon, and then it's hooking into the tendon that's done. Almost like, imagine if you had a piece of, el of elastic and it was cut and then you were trying to stretch it to go to where it was originally joined. And then what's happening okay. is you need a new piece of elastic to sew in there because it's lost some of its stretchiness. That's what I'm watching. That's a long explanation of this healing that I'm watching. And there's a vortex, of course, spinning above it. And so she's having surgery tomorrow? She is. Okay, good. She'll do great. She'll do fine. Are they going to keep her overnight or over the weekend, or are you going to get her home tomorrow? They're, 
They were going to keep her over the weekend. I was afraid with the other puppy dog that uh, she wouldn't be calm enough because every even in the splint, you can't tell anything happened. So she wants to run out there with her sister. Right, right. Well, it's a good thing it's the back leg because if it was the front leg, she'd be clobbering her sister with that splint with that front leg. She'd be, you know, it's kind of it hard, harder. Yeah. It was originally wrapped, and her sister thought it was a, a toy, so we had to keep them separated. Oh, heavens. What now I'm getting is to, is to get be sure that the bed, does she sleep in a bed? Do you have a dog bed for her? Yes. Okay. Be sure that it's easy entry and exit for her, because sometimes they're they're raised, you know, they have kind of a rim in the front. Get one that's more flat, like a big pillow is what I'm getting. So it'll be easier okay. for her to get in and out of it. So you can get that while she's at the vets over the weekend. She's going to be fine. She'll do great. She'll okay. do great. The surgery already happened. She's already healed. They just got to go through the motions now. Already happened on the energetic level. Yep. Okay. Well, good so, luck to you. So okay. You. You'll be you'll be stressed out when she's in surgery. She'll do great. <laughs> Thank you. So okay. Thanks for calling, Sarah. Bye-bye. Thanks. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. How fun. We had a lot of wonderful callers with questions. And, and remember to follow me on Instagram and on Facebook and, and look for my training, Angels and Enlightenment training. Do that, you guys. It is the best deal in woo-woo land. I'm telling you. You get those practice sessions. They're live. You're going to love them. Your skills are going to come in so amazingly well if you do that. Till next week, sending you all lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. And I'll see you here next Thursday. Take care, everybody. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.